this is Jeff Cooper, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. It may be the annual Walt Disney World Princess Marathon this weekend, but don't worry if you've missed it. Don't even worry if you don't run. In one day, you can do a 30-mile walking marathon that covers not only all four Disney parks, Magic Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios, but Walt Disney World Resorts and Disney Springs. My friend Rick Williams has walked through Walt Disney World many times, but this time he spends over 12 hours walking through almost all of it. We join him along the way to learn his approach and strategy, as well as just enjoy the ambiance that makes this a very walkable experience. Whether you are young or young at heart, you can walk right through the magic of Walt Disney World. This podcast, as well as others, are brought to you by Performance Journeys, which celebrates its 20th year as a training and development group, bringing best-in-business ideas through keynotes, workshops, seminars, and amazing benchmarking programs to organizations far and wide. If you are seeking to improve your customer service delivery, to re-engage the morale of your workforce, or to improve the leadership of your organization, we offer not only great solutions, tried and tested, from working with organizations out there, but solutions you can implement as well. At Performance Journeys, it's about the journey as much as it is about performance. Make sure you subscribe to Disney at Play uh, so that you can be notified at uh, of upcoming podcasts as they come along. All right, well, we are heading... Now, I did not spend all 12 hours with Rick. Bless his heart. He uh, he really um, he really carried the torch, but I joined up with him at the Magic Kingdom and then later at Disney Springs and then towards the, at the very end of the day at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So we're going to catch Rick at all parts of the day and and uh, see how he's doing on this and how it's approaching. And you think about your course and how you might just kind of walk through Walt Disney World. He has some very smart ideas around that. And, um, well, without further ado, let's head to the Magic Kingdom. Hi, this is Jeff Gober with DisneyAtPlay.com. And we are so excited to be here again in the Magic Kingdom this morning. And I am honored to be with my good friend, Rick Williams, a lifelong uh, Disney fan and a good friend and actually one of the first individuals who supported my Patreon group, the Wayfinder Society. And we are, we are walking. <laughs> we are walking the Magic Kingdom. We're on the back half of Fantasyland Forest and uh, heading around the park. But Rick, you've already, uh, you're already several miles into this thing. Yeah. So... So let's see here. So we're at, I'm at four and a half miles right now. You started I, in the TTC. Yeah, I started in the TTC, walked through the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and then had to take the monorail because the pathway to the Magic Kingdom is closed right now. So I uh, took the monorail and then I've been walking around Magic Kingdom. We're gonna do five loops around the entire Magic Kingdom. My goal is to get to 32 miles by nine o'clock tonight through all of the Disney parks. But you're already ahead of yourself right now, so. I am, I was only supposed to be at two, uh, two miles at eight o'clock and I'm a little over four and a half. 
So I'm feeling we're, good right now. Right now we're about five, eight minutes past opening at the Magic Kingdom. So it's about eight, eight, ten, and uh, and we just keep on walking. So I have a, I had a motto for today. I'm not Dory, but keep on moving, keep on moving, keep on walking. Yeah, keep on walking. Actually, that was a '70s slogan, wasn't it? Keep on walking. Yeah, keep on grooving. Was it? Remember the guy with the big shoe? And he kind of went like that this. Was before my time, Jeff. Oh no, that, you are my time. <laughs> Don't give that to me. You are my time. So, uh, oh, we're passing Bell's Enchanted Tales, which they actually did cast member preview uh, the other day when we were doing Tron. If you haven't heard my Tron podcast, go back to that one. But um, but Bell's Enchanted Tales is finally opening, and that's a, a very cool thing. So, any rate. And we're rounding like, the bed. Nothing like walking the walking Disney miles. You know, they say Disney miles don't count. So I figure 32 don't count. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I sure appreciate you joining me today. Uh, not the whole day. It's just that we're going to go on record here. Not the whole day. I got swimming ahead of me. Got my two miles of swim and uh, underwater hockey. Uh, YouTube that, people. Anyway, um, but... Uh, but I wanted to join you. I got to tell you, if joy cometh in the morning, there's no better example of that than here in the Magic Kingdom. First thing in the morning, I love this time of day. Yeah, everything, it, it, it's clean. It, everybody's happy. They're all excited to start their day. And, uh, man, it's a great way to get the uh, cardio going first thing in the morning. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just enjoying now. Tell me about your entire path for the day. You're going five times around the Magic Kingdom? Yep. Um, and then what? Say that again? Five times around the Magic Kingdom, and then where do you go next? And then I go to Disney Springs, and I'll catch some uh, pizza lunch down there at Disney Springs and do about four miles at Disney Springs. And then I'm going to the Animal Kingdom, do a couple loops of Animal Kingdom. Then I'll go to Epcot and uh, do Epcot. Boardwalk, uh, Hollywood Studios, and then back to the car in the parking lot of At Epcot. Uh, uh, Epcot, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a full day, and it's President's Day here, so uh, you've taken a holiday to yeah. uh, do this. Yep, took a holiday to do this. Uh, four years ago, I did this on President's Day, and I did a record. My record was 30 miles in one day, which ended up being about 65,000 steps. And I thought, you know, I haven't done that in a few years. So I think I'm gonna try to top that. So I mapped it out and I thought, you know, I think I can do 32 miles this year. I think you're gonna beat that today. I think you are way ahead of yourself on this. And uh, I think you're in a good place. I do too. I'm, uh, well, of course I say that now at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we'll see how I feel at eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> oh, look, the people mover. Let's get on it. <laughs> yeah. Can we clock miles there? Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Rick lives in celebration and he loves walking just about anywhere and everywhere. And actually, you've even come up World Drive to do your walking, haven't you? Or. How have you done that? Because you've done a lot of walking at Walt Disney World before. Yeah, I've done a. I've walked every resort uh, many, many times. For for about three years, I walked an average of ten miles a day, and uh, so when I calculated that out um, over an annual basis, 
I, a couple years, one year I walked 2,400 miles, one year I walked 3,000 miles, which is, you know, farther than it is from Orlando to San Diego. So <laughs> it's awesome. I love the adventures. I like to take pictures along the way. Uh, oh, this man, this man is Mr. Facebook. He does approximately 5% of all Facebook posts out there in the, in the world. So if you, uh, and what is your Facebook? Uh, is it just Rick Williams? What is it on Facebook? Yeah, Rick Williams. That's it. That, uh, maybe it's the simplicity that keeps him uh, yeah. going on Facebook. But he, he posts like no other. If, if he were posting for me, I would have 10 times the, uh, the listenership on this podcast. Because Rick knows how to use social media. What's fun is I really started this in an effort to get in better health. And, um, you know, a few years back, I was almost 300 pounds. And I have a lot of family members that are struggling with their health because of that. And so I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna change that. And, and the first time I went for a walk, it was amazing because I was, I was kind of exhausted after a mile. And I was then I was high-fiving myself for getting to two miles. <laughs> and, uh, and I lost about 70 pounds. Good for you. I, I maintained it for three years. And then I had some personal setbacks and uh, gained a lot of that back. And now this year, uh, this is the year to get my mojo back, so to speak. So I've lost 21 pounds in the last six weeks. That is awesome. So, and, and now I can, it's amazing because walking is easier than today than it was six weeks ago. So that you can way, feel the difference. Oh, I can absolutely feel the difference. Yeah, not only in my speed, my heart rate, um, just uh, my back doesn't hurt like it used to. So, and there's no better place to walk than Disney. I mean, there's air conditioned bathrooms, there's uh, water to drink, it's so many places to take pictures. With the doors open, even Main Street is air conditioned. Yes. Yeah, and so it's it's you can go anywhere and everywhere, and it's really awesome. That is that is very cool. So, um, so now we're exiting Tomorrowland, and uh, where are we headed to next? Um, I'm sorry, I, I missed. Where that. are we headed next? Down Main Street? We're going down to uh, over to uh, Frontier Country. Frontier ah, Land. Frontierland. Okay, very good. Almost said Critter Country. I'm in the wrong part. Now we were talking. We're talking about Tron a few minutes ago, and uh, access to p- annual pass holders was um, last Thursday. Yeah. And they notified everybody it would happen on Thursday. They didn't tell you what time. No. And uh, I happen to be in the cold of Maine, and I happen, I'm just gonna give credit out to WDW Magic. They had notified people that the site had been launched, though it was not currently taking reservations. So I went to that site, and I, uh, they, the site said, we're not running yet, but don't refresh your screen. And so I didn't. And, um, and when it came on at 8, they're about there on. I had a five-minute wait, and I got on. Now, your experience was what? When did you well, see the email? I saw I was working, and so I was 
kind of trying to pay close attention to the to my email and about 20 after 9 a.m i saw the email it was sent by disney at 907 a.m so i was already 13 minutes into it and i logged on to the site and i was on until almost one o'clock in the afternoon and then it came up sorry this is full so it was a little disappointing it was a little challenging trying to keep my phone uh you know Active. on that site for yeah. that, that long yeah, time it, it tends to one of the things you have to do is you kind of have to take out those features that'll that causes your phone to to go dead and you got to keep it plugged in yeah but yeah, I but I that, th- so. there were a lot of people who complained about that and unfortunately a lot of people did not get a chance and so I've I'd got- like to think with the with the cast members they put up a second round and um, and I do again there's a review of that when I did it last Saturday they put up a second round for cast members I'd love to see a second round for for annual pass holders before they they open up to everybody. Yeah, that would be awesome if they did. Um, I've got reservations for, what is it, April 4th or something like that. The first day it goes to the, pu- opens to the public. So, uh, you know, if we don't get it on a preview, I'll be here that day kind of trying to stand in a virtual line or whatever they end up doing. So, but whatever. I mean, they got to manage the crowd somehow. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to detour you. There are steps on the treehouse. So, let's go do the treehouse. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get that cardio back up and running. And uh, it's it's been a few months. And uh, I uh, let's just check on now. Disneyland is reopening its treehouse. It had been Swiss Family Robinson since 1959, or yeah, 1969. No, I'm sorry, 1959 when the film opened, and they redid it to a Tarzan theme and now they are redoing it to back to Swiss family but they're calling it kind of Adventureland Treehouse and they're including Swiss not only Swiss family Robinson elements and Tarzan elements but possibly Encanto elements as in when the youngest gets his door and he ends up in an entire jungle uh, oasis so that is um, part of what's happening here. And here we are at, uh, at the treehouse. I love it. Did you like this movie, Rick? I did. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It actually is my favorite live action Disney film of all time. I just. What's interesting is thrilled. when I come to these kind of attractions, it, it kind of inspires me to go home and rewatch the movie. Yes. Yeah, if you have not ever seen the movie, you need to do that on Disney+. Plus. It is, because um, you won't understand the context. And the, for each of the rooms, who occupies the rooms, what happens in each of the rooms, it's just um, really, see, I'm more out of breath than you are <laughs> doing the stair-stepper thing. You're going to hate me for this, aren't you? Okay, last five steps and we're we're heading down. We're at the top with the boys' room. Yep. Although only two beds. And three boys. 
they got to figure that one out. But at any rate. Now this time of day, we can just walk right on. Yeah. I mean, everybody's running to the big major rides. And uh, the, uh, the rides that aren't brand new, you can pretty much walk right on right now. Yeah, no, really, one of the secrets about three-day holidays like President's Day is you will find a massive amount of people on Friday, on Saturday, and even Sunday. Monday, they're usually heading home. And so the attendance is usually a fraction. And of all the days that that's especially true, it is Labor Day weekend because then kids are having to get back in school first day you'd think after those Memorial monday day holidays would be like the busiest no not true not. not true have you seen this this was added uh somewhat recently in uh, a refurb a couple of years ago they actually made there was a throne to the winner of the race remember they all raced on different animals there was a throne made to the nobody ever got to sit on the throne because the pirates came and they had to take action to uh, save their lives. But uh, they kind of installed a throne there, so. That's All right. One, that's one of the things I love about walking through the parks with you, Jeff. There's always these these uh, these secrets of, that people walk right by, they have no idea what the backstory is, and you, you give us all the backstories, it's pretty cool. So, for instance, these magic carpets of Aladdin, if you go way back, Disney MGM Studios used to have parades the first one was toy, no, the first one, the first one, if I'm correct, was um, the Aladdin Parade. I want to say it was the Aladdin Caravan Parade. There are others based on Mulan and Toy Story and uh, Hercules. Hercules was a great parade. But the camels, the two camels that spit water yeah. were actually in the original parade. And they would spit on parade goers as they were standing by watching the parade so they after the parade was done they ultimately moved the camels over here they repurposed them uh you know what it's a great business lesson how can you repurpose good things you have and take it and use it somewhere later on rather than just that's simply reinventing from scratch yep that's right that's right all right we're rounding the bend over to um, the former Splash Mountain, and there's uh, a little bit of construction going on here with uh, construction posts and uh, signs saying Tiana's Foods, uh, employee-owned, so it's kind of a co-op situation, and uh, prints on it that uh, allude to it too, prints that allude to Louisiana. So people are scratching their head a little bit on this, Rick, because I think they all love Tiana, but it's not based on the film. It's based on an event after the film. Yeah. Um, they don't want to focus on the frogs. They want to focus on the princess. They're and have to make another movie. <laughs> well, or this is going to become it really quick. And, uh, and the problem, the dilemma in all this is that uh, they really haven't they haven't, well, they, she's getting ready for uh, a big event, big celebration. They're missing an ingredient. The ingredient apparently is actually music. 
but nobody's really explained so what does that have to do with actually coming down a waterfall? <laughs> and so more to come on this. Um, but yeah, that's we, kind of the story there. The last day uh, that Splash Mountain was open, it was a Sunday. Splash Mountain was always my favorite ride. I didn't know anything about it. I never saw the movie. I didn't know anything about the theme. I just really liked the ride. Yeah. And... Uh, and so we came with friends on the Saturday, the last Saturday they were open, and the ride broke down, and, and we got stuck up at the top, and oh. we had to evacuate. No it was kind of, it was, it was pretty fun actually, uh, especially as a last experience. But we did get, they got it working again, and we got to go on it after that and go through the whole thing. But this is the first time I've walked by this since they closed it. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's all boarded up with Tiana's food signs all over the place. So it's there. It's in full swing. The renovation's in full it, it swing. It is. There's a, there's a big crane out back and uh, more to come. I love the model that there is in, uh, that they previewed at D23. I'm a little, a little concerned because the setting is more 1920s and Frontierland has always been a little bit more 1880s. Maybe I'm just a purist on some of these things. They also have seen, people have also said they've seen Imagineers over at Pecos Bills working on it and, or taking, you know, a look at things there. I don't think it would be a Tiana's restaurant. I don't think that would fit very well. I think Tiana's needs to be, if they're gonna do a full Tiana's restaurant, they need to go take it over to Disney Springs where they got lots of room. Yeah. They were gonna do a Tiana's restaurant at Reflections Disney Vacation Club, um, which was going to sit at Fort Wilderness, and that's why they moved the stables and built and built them a new oh, one. Oh, they took away my favorite walking trail. There. Yeah, well, yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah. And uh, but the problem with that is uh, they they've decided they've postponed indefinitely doing that DVC because of initial reaction to the look of it. I think what would be great for Pecos Bills. Although I love Pecos Bill, the short, most people haven't seen it. It's from the 1940s um, film called Melody Time. It's a great, very funny Ward Kimball film. But I think if you redid it to Coco as, oh, yeah. as a restaurant counter service experience. I talk about this in occupancy levels in a previous podcast. The problem is Pecos Bill is already a busy restaurant. So you're going to go retheme it. More people are going to want to see it when there isn't room for more people, which is also a little bit of the problem with Tiana's, but, and, and redoing Splash Mountain, it was already at a high occupancy level, except in cold weather. So, but, and Bob Iger is wanting to increase occupancy in the parks. So we're going to have to wait and see what becomes of all that as we, um, as we uh, move forward. So, so. At 8.26 a.m., my Fitbit went off 12,000 steps. Very cool. Which is how many miles? Uh, it's probably over six miles at this point. Let me see. It is, yeah, about six, about six miles, 5.8 miles. All right, and we're stepping from Frontierland now into Liberty Square. We came here. Uh, to the Liberty Tavern 
for Thanksgiving meal. Oh, how was that? It was awesome. Really? Was, yeah, we really enjoyed it. It was a packed house. Um, the food was terrific. The service was great. Everybody yeah. was in a very festive holiday mood, you know. It's a similar menu somewhat to Liberty Tree Tavern. Have you ever done that restaurant? Yes, I have. And how do you compare the two? What, which do you prefer? Um, well, one is like all you can eat and one is not. <laughs> and so it depends upon how is hungry it really? I, yeah. Well, no, isn't one family style? Well, the family style is all I, you well, can eat. Well, when I went through it, they, I think they've changed it. Oh, okay. Uh, but when I went through uh, one of them, it was all you can eat. And I was starving. And so, <laughs> but, you know, you, you got to pick the right day because it's not a light meal. It's, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's everything. turkey, mashed potatoes, yeah, stuffing. A lot of starch. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really good. We um, just passed by the Hall of Presidents, and it is President's Day. So, you know, we ought to be seeing Hall of Presidents here. But I have a feeling that is not on your itinerary for today. No. So, no. so we move into fantasy. I am just walking. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Got it. Got it. And I'm just here to distract you. So, <laughs> you have a favorite. So, is there a favorite restaurant you have here at the Magic Kingdom? At the Magic Kingdom, um, I like Casey's. I, I love their footlong chili dogs, and uh, I love to go there and get a chili dog and then sit out there and watch the people watch on Main Street, get ready for the fireworks at nighttime. Um, we've done... I love the pina colada slushy that they serve there. Oh, I haven't had that. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, and it'd cool you off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're passing by It's a Small World and going into Fantasyland. And I've done the, the uh, castle. Uh, we got in there okay. for my wife's birthday one year at the oh, last wonderful. minute. And that was really cool. Uh, we've taken the our setting is The setting is, is remarkably beautiful. It is. Uh, we've done breakfast there, I think, three times. We've not done dinner. But we've done breakfast, and, and that was fun. And that's what I would recommend is the breakfast, because it's not about the food. It's about the setting and the experience. It was very cool. The fairy godmother and the, the stepsisters, they were out in character when we came out of the meal, and they just hammed it up so good. It was amazing. Uh, my granddaughters, I don't think, we got a lot of great pictures. We, we won't forget that. That was fun. That, that does, yeah, I've done that as well, but it's been a while, and I have, my two youngest daughters have not done the castle, so I've got to figure out how to get them in there one of these times and, and uh, treat them to that. Going by the carousel, we've done, you know, you know, sometimes we come and we just want to do the things that we never do. And, you know, because we we're pass holders, we live so close, so we can come so often, anytime we want, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, and so there are times that we come and we just do one ride, or other times we come with a theme. I think last year we came, we visited all. We came to Magic Kingdom on President's Day and did the President's Day uh, entertainment. They had a little Muppet show they used to oh, do yeah. over here, uh -huh. and that was very cool. Oh, cool! And then we went over to Epcot to the uh, Americana. Uh, uh, What's that called over there? The uh, American Adventure. American Adventure. That's it. 
And so we just kind of made an American uh, theme out of the day. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. We are now back here on the back half. We're back in the back half of Fantasyland Forest. So quiet. And you know what? I'm noticing that there is no breakfast at Be Our Guest. That to me, that to me is a miss. I've done breakfast in the past and I loved it. And I think that's a, I think they're leaving money on the table there. Yeah, I, I do like to, we come here usually to Gaston's and get the big cinnamon roll. Yeah. And, uh, and the, I don't know what it's called, the, the drink, the frozen drink. Uh, Fou's Brew. Yeah, and I got one of the, the cups one time, so I have that at home and a souvenir. That was, that, we usually do, uh, that's one of our favorites actually, just from a quick service, inexpensive uh, uh, snack. Very cool. I'm just here for the mileage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're here. We're here leaving Pizza Ponte. We just had lunch here at Disney Springs. And uh, give us an update, Rick. Where are you at on your miles? So I'm a little over 15 miles now. It's a little after 12 noon. Had to get carved up with some nice four cheese pizza at Disney Springs. It was awesome. And I'm feeling pretty good. Good, good. So, um, so you had left the Magic Kingdom and came directly over here? Uh, I left the Magic Kingdom, and then I walked over to the Contemporary Resort and had a little snack break. I went up to the outdoor uh, balcony there uh, underneath the monorail. At the Contemporary, yeah. Yeah, at the Contemporary, and, and had a really nice uh, view of, of the castle and just got to, you know, refresh my ice water and my, had some snacks and stuff. And then I took the monorail over to the Grand Floridian and walked back to the parking lot from there. Very cool. So Pizza Ponte is your one of your favorite places to grab a snack at uh, Disney Springs? The, oh, I don't even know if I can narrow it down to one of my favorite. <laughs> There's so many here. Uh, but I figured on a day like today, I needed high carbs and nothing like uh, four cheese pizza. And that they have the that does it. <laughs> That that does guarantee you on the carb, on the carb experience. Yeah. So, so I'm feeling good now. Good, good. Have you um, what when now, you know, Disney Springs for us is kind of our local mall, and we don't really go to any of the malls. No. But if we go somewhere, we go to Disney Springs. Is that yeah. is that your experience as well? Totally, and which is. <laughs> I might get in trouble this because because of who I work for. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, it works for a big retailer. Let's just put it that way. Uh, that usually occupies malls. Yeah, <laughs> but then that that does make it mean you do spend time in malls one way or the other. I do spend time in malls, and there is no mall like Disney Springs. I don't even consider this a mall. I mean, it's shopping. We come here, we eat. All the time we come down here and eat and do some shopping. Of course, there's the world's largest uh, Disney store here, and we love to do Christmas shopping. Actually, my favorite is the marketplace, uh, and of course the Christmas shop. and And there's so many. There's so many. We yeah. have these little food trucks over here. Uh huh. We had uh, the mac and cheese there one time. Oh my gosh, that was really yeah. Good. You can fill up on that one. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this we're passing by the construction on Summer House on the Lake. Um, which was going to be a Beatrix 
uh, rest, restaurant, was, but, um, which is actually the same company, owns both. I guess they decided at the end of COVID to change to Summer House, but they're supposed to be opening later in the year. Um, how, about, um, how about Fancy Meals? What do you like in terms of Fancy Meals at Disney Springs? Oh, the Boathouse. Uh, we went to the Boathouse. Uh, and man, that the steak and and that was fantastic. The yeah. food and the service, uh, the atmosphere, just loved it. That's probably our favorite fancy place down there. That here. that is a great place. We and though it's not fancy, we love homecoming. Yeah. So you can't you just can't help but get really good food at homecoming. Yeah, yeah. The what's the place? Uh, kind of home cooking. Um, Oh, Southern Home Cooking. Uh, I forget what it's called, but... That is Homecoming. Yes, yes. That's that's really good, too. We like that. It's hard to get into there. Uh, yeah, no, they very of... seldom do. Eat. And honestly, I haven't um, been to Mary uh, Miramoto's um, because it's so hard to get into. Yeah. Well, and then just for a burger, my wife... Morimoto's. I'm sorry. I knew that wasn't sounding right. Morimoto's. Yeah, I haven't been there. Uh, for burgers, my wife loves the, the uh, D burger and the milkshakes. You know, I, <laughs> I constantly have an issue with one of my good friends about that place. And I never like their burgers. I have never, I've never had a great meal there. Um, I was talking earlier to you about, um, it's called Yosaki, and they have poke bowls. Yeah. And I really... That's kind of my go-to place, and I like to pretend that's healthier than other choices. Well, any choice could be healthier than a four-cheese pizza <laughs> at oh. Pizza Ponte, but, but notwithstanding. The good news is there are lots of choices. Yes. I mean, we ha- we've been coming here, like, all the time for three years, and we haven't been to them all. I, did, I came here to the... Um, House of Blues? Yeah, the House of Blues, and came here on Christmas one year, uh, a year ago. And brought some friends down here, and it was really good. Um, so there's so many places. I mean, it's hard to go to all of them because there's so many. Yeah, there really are. I haven't, especially since it's become Disney Springs Steak. I haven't been to yet Morimoto, which I mentioned. There are quite a few choices. I've got a here. birthday coming up. We're walking by the Cirque du Soleil uh, building, and I know that you went to see that. And did a, a, I think you did a podcast on it, if I remember right. Yeah, Rick, this is, I know you, you need to do this show. This is, this is so, this is, you are going to love that show like I love this show. Well, I, I, I might, I, I think I'm going to have to do that for my birthday this year. I've got a birthday coming up and I've been kind of thinking what I was going to do. And I think I'm, that's what we're going to do. Nice. Now you were kind of between going on a big trip to Disney Wish and going to Disneyland Paris but have you figured out which which uh, is your yeah. next big trip? Yeah, we booked the Disney Wish, uh, which basically costs the same as going to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we went to Paris last summer, people. But uh, we just decided it was going to be a lot easier. We took we this will be only our second cruise. We we didn't know if we were going to uh, you know get seasick or whatever, and yeah. so we went on uh, a little cruise. This last September, just to um, kind of check it out, we loved it, and we said, "Okay, it's time to do the Disney uh, cruise," and so we're very excited about that. You will l- love it. You it will change you. 
it will change you. So that's, that's very cool. When are you doing that? Uh, September for our 25th wedding anniversary. 25th? Yep. Congratulations. That's terrific. It's amazing because it's the 25th anniversary of Disney Cruise. And so they're doing a silver anniversary. Uh, all this stuff on Disney Cruise is going to be themed around the 25th anniversary just for us, Jeff. Oh, it is all about you, Rick. I assure you it is all about you. Okay, we're here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I went home, picked up my kids, and uh, took care of my taxes. Rick has, uh, well, fill us in since... since uh, 8 o'clock. Well, fill us in since Disney Springs. Yeah. Oh, since uh, that was about 12.30. Yes. And so then after I left Disney Springs, I went to Animal Kingdom. And that was... Uh, about three o'clock and 20 miles in with 83 degrees sunshine, <laughs> I, uh, I kind of hit the wall and I felt like I was walking around like a zombie. So I went and, and ducked into a cave uh, and, and sat there under a bench on a bench and just kind of chilled for a little while and then went back to my car and re, re you know, air conditioning and snacks and drink and stuff. And then from there, I went over to Epcot and uh, walked Epcot a couple of times. That was about five miles. And uh, had dinner at the uh, Connections Cafe. Had a great hamburger, french fries, and fully loaded with sugar Sprite. <laughs> Man, that was, that was good. And then I called you and I'm like, Man, I'm pretty tired. So you walked across Crescent Lake yeah. and uh, headed toward the studios. And I met you here with Advil. Yeah. And uh, now we're finishing up. And yeah. we're here in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. In fact, we're right here in front of the Millennium Falcon crossing by. And how much more do we have so to go? I'm at 29. Sorry. I'm at 29 and a half miles. Now, so anything over 30 miles is going to beat my all-time record in one day. So we're six, so we're tenths, in a good we're place. six tenths of a mile from saying, I am done. <laughs> so it's been a great, you know, it's been a great experience because people ask me, why would I do such a crazy thing? And I, I just wanted to see if I could. You know? And uh, now you know you did? Now I know I could, yeah. So, it's awesome. So, next time we're going to add Universal Studios to the day along with uh, Walt Disney World. Is that the idea? Next time we're going to what? We're going to add Universal Studios <laughs> on top of Walt Disney World. Yeah, right. Uh, no, probably not. We might add a few uh, Disney resorts like uh, <laughs> the campground and... You know, we, we could have added a couple of miles if we had taken the Skyliner yeah. over to Caribbean Beach or over to Art of Animation, Pop Century. Those were all possibilities. Yeah. They're, right now, they're, you know, because I had a reservation for Magic Kingdom to get in there. But with Park Hopper, I was limited until after 2 o'clock. So that, I, I can't get into other parks until after 2 o'clock. So that's why I went to Disney Springs for lunch after Magic Kingdom was uh, to get the miles in there. I would much rather have gone to another park. 
but couldn't do that right now under the pass holder entrance. circumstances yeah. yeah circumstances so it's a bit packed today yeah they now you know what i i think i said earlier on the podcast mondays are usually really good on three-day weekends but that was wrong today yeah the uh, the first two hours when we were at magic kingdom it was beautiful and then as after you left i left magic kingdom about 10 a.m and it was like, holy cow, they, the masses came out in droves. And yeah, I was and, glad I was leaving. And Genie Plus sold out um, for the second time in a row. So um, that's, that's, that's huge. Yeah. So going back before we leave Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, yeah. what, what's your favorite here? Not including the rides. What do you enjoy? Um. I enjoy the ambiance of walking around, especially when the stormtroopers are out and all the different Star Wars characters are out and watching them interact with the kids uh, and even with, you know, me sometimes. That's that's probably my favorite is the character interaction. We have a shared good friend who is best friends with... Um, um, with... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I want to say Darth Vader, but not Darth Vader, but um, the guy in the black costume. yes, <laughs> Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren. You knew that, didn't you? Yes, yes, okay, just uh, just checking the on that. Any rate, um, I love Galaxy's Edge at night with the whole blue lit background. We were talking about Radiator Springs over at Disney California Adventure, and you hadn't seen that yet. That's kind of what you get with Radiator Springs Racers. The whole canyon is in the background and it, it looks like you're in the middle of the desert and it's all beautifully lit up in oranges at night. Here it's all lit up in blues. Yeah, what's that song from Lion King? There's more to do than can possibly be done, more to see than can ever be seen. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and as soon as you think you've seen it all, they change it. You know, I have seen so many things today at every park as much as I come, I have seen new things at every single park today that I've never seen before. That's very cool. And I think that's why we all go to Disney. I see things I've never seen before, and I've been around a few years. So that's, what, that's, that's when it becomes magical. Yeah, people ask me, don't you ever get bored? I go, heavens no. I mean, we, we look for first-time experiences, and we're never disappointed. Amen. All right, we are heading down Hollywood Boulevard, and Rick, you have set a new record. I'm at 30.25 miles today, and by the time we get to the car, I'll be 31 miles. So I plan to do 32. I am not the least bit disappointed that I only get 31. <laughs> I'd say you done you done good today. Yep. And, uh, and thanks. For very your support, impressed. Jeff. No, no problem. Happy to bring the Advil yeah. uh, we, and the car that <laughs> will now get you back to Epcot so you don't have to go. Yeah. So find, find a friend to do this. That's maybe another message. Find a friend to do this and uh, make sure they, um, they uh, get you a car <laughs> between, between locations. So. <laughs> but at any rate, um, thank you for letting me come along with you. It was fun and uh, it's always great to be in the parks. And uh, 
And it's great for your Disney spirit. Yep. So, all right. Thanks so much. On that note, we will end our uh, podcast here. We thank Rick for letting us kind of tag along today as we visited the uh, Walt Disney World Resort and took a walk around the world. So thanks so much for letting us join. And uh, thanks to you for listening. And uh, we hope that you have a terrific weekend. Wherever you are walking to, find the magic where you are. Have a great day. We will see you real soon. And remember, always follow the compass of your heart. See you real soon. Thank you.